listening to Rock the Walls. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. On tonight's show, we are going to be speaking with Andy Leo and Hayden Tree of Crown the Empire, talking all about their brand new album, Retrograde, which drops July the 22nd on Rise Records. They're going to be on the Monster Energy stage all summer long on this year's Vans Warped Tour. As well, vocalist of IC stars Devin Oliver is on the show talking about their brand new album, Treehiss, which they dropped yesterday. A little bit about their time off last year and kind of uh, how it helped them in the writing process of the brand new album, Warp Tour, and a whole lot more. Right now, though, kicking things off for the show tonight, we're going to get to that Crown the Empire interview first. So right now, it's my conversation with Andy and Hayden, Crown the Empire, on Rock the Walls. You are listening to Adobe Warped Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford, host of Rock the Wall, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the station. Right now, we are joined by a band. They're going to be dropping their third studio album, Retrograde, coming out July the 22nd. They're going to be on the Vans Warped Tour all summer long. We're here with Andy and Hayden from Crown the Empire. Guys, uh, how's everything going? You guys got off tour with uh, issues about a month and a half ago. And uh, just announced the release of a brand new album coming out uh, while you guys are out on the Warp Tour. Uh, just how's everything going? Oh man, it's been great. Um, awesome way to end the tour. You know, the, it was super smooth. Arguably the easiest tour we've ever done, I'd say. Uh, super laid back the whole time, but uh, you know, uh, it was easy to, to kind of ease out of that into the release of the album. You know, we've been working on it for nine months, ten months, almost a year. Almost a year, if not more. Um, <laughs> And so it's it's good to kind of be into the the thought process of how are we gonna how are we gonna do this how are we gonna package this how are we gonna market this how are we gonna make videos like what are we gonna do so it's it's the fun it's the fun part for sure yeah definitely for sure now you guys uh, released a album teaser last week uh, just when you announced the album or whatnot I kind of got the idea of uh, you know. Kind of how, in a way, you know, 2016 is a lot like it was, you know, back in the the 60s and 70s, kind of an unsure time. But then you uh, factor in stuff uh, like space travel, which I think uh, for people who have seen the track listing, um, they might kind of uh, get the illusion uh, that uh, there's going to be definitely be some songs about space. But uh, without giving too much away, uh, what exactly is a retrograde going to be uh, comprised of? Is this another concept album, or is this an album uh, where you guys uh, more or less just wrote a, a group of songs? Uh, well, definitely not a concept record. But um, you know, in this one for us, it was it was really fun. We kind of came in with like a. I don't know how to say it. We almost always use like a paintbrush analogy, but we came in with like a lot of different colors, right? We had a lot of these ideas based off the space thing, based off of, uh, you know, the whole 60s thing and social social rights movements. Yeah, a lot of it. it and from there, it kind of went into, okay, the movies of the era, these directors, these different, you know, emotions from those kind of scenes. How do those, you know, all of these different factors, how do they relate to our lives? You know, they, so it's weird. It's, a, it's about a lot of different things, but... Honestly, this is the first record that we can say is completely about us, you know, and, uh, it, and it's told in a very, very strange way, but definitely written from a, a lot of different things that, you know, we've, we've learned and we've gone through and we found out that we've liked in the last five or six years doing this. Definitely, for sure. Now, in the days leading up to the album announcement, you guys uh, pretty much went, uh, you know, completely uh, just blank 
on social media, you know, everything just kind of being completely resetted. Just as far as uh, deciding to do this leading into this brand new album, kind of, uh, as you guys have said, you know, this is kind of a, the start of a new era of Crown the Empire. Just for you guys and kind of uh, reinventing yourselves and uh, your sound for this record, um, is this going to be something where you guys are adding in new elements that the fans might not necessarily have heard in your music before? Or is this you guys kind of uh, just building on what you had and uh, adding in some more stuff to it? Um, you know what? A, a little bit of both. You know, we when we went into this album, we wanted to make sure that we, number one, didn't put out the same thing we did before. And number two, we couldn't a- abandon all the ideas that made us good or made us, you know, gave us our, our start um, and just all together. You know, it was just, we had to find a happy medium there. And uh, musically, you know, we, we had to really push ourselves and get to the point where we could make our own, you know, these the, the elements that would make us unique from this point moving forward you know um so, so that was a cool process as far as as far as the music but uh uh dave, dave is playing guitar now as well as uh of doing his, his vocals which is going to be a different thing for for fans you know everybody was wondering whether or not we'd get a new guitar player but um dave has always actually been the best guitar player in the band so um making it official it just seemed like the, the right thing to do so different and um you know hopefully the best version of us so far definitely for sure now was this something that you guys decided on pretty quickly after uh you know the member change and whatnot just over the past couple months kind of leading into the fall once you guys uh, got wrapped up with that hollywood undead tour was it kind of you guys writing and rehearsing uh, for this brand new album then you know david kind of stepping up and just saying hey guys you know i'm willing to play guitar and as well uh, do some singing yeah yeah you know we were it was like such a perplexing thing at first you know like how how would we possibly replace this element and you know it didn't it didn't seem like it was the most obvious idea but then we're like duh it, it just it just made sense yeah definitely for sure now, getting the opportunity to go out on the Vans Warp Tour once again this summer, uh, when you guys did it back in 2014, you guys were on the Monster Energy stage after uh, playing Ernie Ball the year before. You know, going into your third Warp Tour at this point, as far as doing the f- entire run, uh, just uh, what are you guys really expecting going into it this time, and just how uh, yourselves are going to kind of approach it differently than the than the past couple of times you guys have done it? Uh, you know what? It's always been a a great time <laughs> honestly it, it obviously not for our crews had to push gear through like the biggest lots of gravel i've ever seen and stuff but uh for us we've always been able to lock down a schedule in the day where we'd all wake up around the same time and uh you know we would do like insanity every day um and you know we we'd time it with catering we time it with our you know our day of interviews and with the set um so the process has always been easy and i think this year will be better than we've ever had it now that we know all the venues at this point we know where all the showers are we know what time to get the catering to not get like the shitty version of all the food it'll be uh it's gonna be good i think we're, we're all really excited for it yeah definitely for sure now for you guys and looking at this year's lineup uh, you're going to be on the monster energy uh party zone stages uh there's both a north and a south stage just uh how do you guys feel about this Warp tour putting uh most of the heavy bands uh just on these two stages do you guys think that uh this will only help uh kind of uh helping fans uh you know in the past years you know a lot of the heavy bands were on the main stages and you kind of had uh, had to choose for a lot of fans between uh, you know going and seeing the main stage bands or going and see the monster bands, where it seems like uh, I would say eighty five percent of all the heavy bands on this year's tour are kind of uh, between those two stages. So it should be awesome for sure. Yeah, I think it's 
Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I know it's just inevitable on Warped Tour to have conflicting times because they change every day. So every day somebody's going to be like, oh, damn it. Like, now two people are playing the exact same time on the different stages. So that's just that's just the thing. But um, I heard about the consolidated stages, and it seems like a good idea. You know, it seemed the last couple of years, like when we were on it, it was just like a, a kind of clusterfuck of uh, different signing tables and people who were selling merch or vendors that were just kind of, doing their own thing. YouTubers was a thing, too. Uh, a year when we were on, I thought it was like a... It's kind of messed, it muddled just everything. It so random. It just started to become, like, less about music, and you were just kind of confused to what to do there. You know? <laughs> just like, the the just condom tents and everything. Yeah. You know, you're just like, what, what is happening? You know, it seems like they made, like, the right choice, because, you know, they, this is probably, like, the most stoked we've been on the lineup, too. Like, a lot of these bands we're friends with, they're like, you know, we, we are actual fans of it, so it's going to be cool to see it kind of return to the music in a sense you know it seems a lot more music driven this year so we're excited to see what's up i just wish they would bring back the freaking half pipes skating <laughs> <laughs> around vans or for like i want to see a skateboard but it should be cool yeah man definitely for sure andy i can remember talking to you uh, it was back around uh october of last year just you guys were releasing uh, the deluxe edition for uh, the resistance and you uh I asked you, uh, you know, what was kind of uh, one of the things that that you uh, could tell yourself, just uh, kind of uh, from a couple of years ago, leading up to that point. You said to uh, to try harder, and on that fall tour, kind of uh, during the last show, um, you, you said that it just kind of, it kind of hit you in a bit of a way that you know you really gotta like give it your all because it kind of felt like uh, you're a little bit kind of like on autopilot and whatnot. So you know, just as far as uh, the, the, the writing and recording of this album specifically, uh, just for you guys, and uh, really getting to the studio and hunkering down, working on it over these past eight or nine months, just how have you guys seen yourselves as a band grow and also get a, you know more tight-knit as a group now uh, being a five-piece? Oh, yeah, the dynamic is, has, is constantly being shifted and molded, but I think when you know we had the last member change, everybody kind of realized we had to step up to make this band the best that it could be because it wasn't as perfect or as, you know, we weren't set and everything. Like, we, no, but it was a, not a, a, a complacency almost, but just like, oh yeah, we're in a band. Like, we're obviously just going to be playing shows forever. You know, it, it, it definitely shook everybody up in a way that, you know, made us all have to be vulnerable even though, you know, we never had that part of our, these, that dynamic. Yeah, it's hard to grow up with people, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's most people grow up and then they join a group or something or they find a job or they whatever they situate themselves in the real world but we had to kind of be like okay it's time to grow up because this thing is here if we want it it's ours uh if we don't then you know it's on us and and you know coming to that realization growing up like we said just kind of realizing what we were capable of and what this thing we had built together was capable of you know the dynamic completely shifts so in particular with this record i mean we just we did everything different. Uh, this is the first time that pretty much everyone had an equal part in writing and say and everything with what we were going to do direction-wise, you know, before we had uh, worked with our creative director to write and come up with a lot of the stuff, but this time we did it as a band, and, uh, you know, I think it I think it shows on this one a lot more. It's definitely the, it's what we would say sounds like our band for the first time, you know? It sounds like our, our record, and not to say it's our quintessential one or anything yet, it's not released, but for us, you know, there is, there's kind of no failure on this one. We just did what exactly what we wanted to, exactly what we'd always tried to do. So it's more about just, you know, hopefully somebody appreciates this for whatever it is, good or bad. It's, it's at the end of the day, something that is fully thought out on our end. So there's no real perception 
or value that we have to reach with it. We've already just creating it has already pretty much, you know, given us our value. We will be back talking a little bit more with Hayden and Andy from Cram the Empire. But first, it's initiation off of their album, Resistance Rise of the Runaways on Rock the Walls.
We are here talking with Hayden and Andy from Crown the Empire on Adobe Warped Radio. They're dropping their brand new album, Retrograde, coming up on July the 22nd on Rise Records. Catch them out on the Monster Energy stage all summer long on the Vans Warped. Now, uh, who did you guys work with uh, this time around on the record as far as uh, from from a production standpoint? And uh, were there any writing sessions where uh, you guys uh, did some co-writes with, uh, with a couple different artists? Uh, Drew Falk and KJ. Josh Strzok. Josh Strzok. I just know I will always, he will always be KJ. But, but uh, this has definitely been the first time that a, a producer we work with hasn't felt more like an engineer. And, you know, this is the first time that Drew, I've, I've ever seen anybody care about the big picture of what we were trying to do. He was like a band member for a couple of months. And, you know, he, he learned, uh, he was mentored by David Bendis and stuff. And we'd always heard about what David Bendis, um, his kind of, he played the role of the whatever extra band member, the 12th man, uh, with every record that he did. And, um, you know, he learned, Drew learned a lot from that and was definitely 100% that. Him, him and Josh were that for this record. I mean, they... Josh kind of changed our, my opinion on music just in general. Like, yeah. I never I never viewed music the way that he did in songwriting. You know, he, 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 he helped us. He's like, this, listen, they approached us and he said, I think you guys have something what you're doing. I, I think I can do it better. Let me, let me... Let me try and create your own unique sound with what I think you guys are good at. He's the guy who the only reason we can describe songs is like colors and, and movies and all these things that he opened our our eyes to. It it, it it really did allow us, you know, like we said, this is this has been growing up for us. So he really allowed us to kind of put into words and articulate our creativity in a way we had never been able. It was like it's like learning a music language. You know what I mean? Like how else do you describe a feeling to some dude you've known since you guys were fucking shoving each other in lockers in high school you know like how do you how do you like really get to a point in your life where you can uh communicate that way you have to learn kind of the dialect of it and that's that's what these dudes you know they really inserted their themselves into this band just to almost help us on that communication front to get out all these ideas and all these uh different parts of us that we you know didn't even realize that we're there like i said we're just kind of there for the taking it was it was like having two yodas (laughs) <laughs> of music like one was already like oh fuck this is crazy but having both of them was uh, it definitely it definitely changed the way we we approach music they're a BFFs is what we're trying so to say basically what we're saying is we're Biffles we're Biffles they're <laughs> That's awesome. Now, now, working with these guys in, in particular, as far as the, those different elements and, and just helping you guys bring them to life and whatnot, what would you say for a long-time Crown of the Empire fans out there uh, who are listening into this and uh, very eagerly awaiting the new record is kind of the uh, the most uh, surprising element that you guys added into this record, whether it's uh, an instrument or a certain arrangement in a, in a certain song on the record? Oh, man. Uh, you know, the thing that's really going to... I think bring it all together for fans that they've never had before is, is finally understood kind of how to have a, a language of production throughout the record. So on the ones before, we would have all these different feelings or emotions we wanted to get across or whatever it was that were spurring up a song, but it was completely random. You know, we were lucky if we had 14 songs going into the studio, so, like, that's what you got. This time, you know, working with this caliber of musicians, we could pump out 100 ideas a day until we found that one that worked. And... Um, yeah, really having this, this overarching kind of sound to the record, it allowed us to have the heaviest songs we've ever had and the softest songs we've ever had that completely, you know, just they, there's a synergy to the whole, to all the sound within those two different elements, you know? So I think that is 
definitely going to be the resounding, um, you know, kind of, like we said, the, the, the thing that gives it this full idea um, start to finish. That's what's really going to be the, the standout for kids when they hear this record. It's just, you know, it's gonna every song sounds like a Crown of the Empire song from Retrograde. And uh, I think that'll be really apparent. Definitely for sure. We are here talking with Hayden and Andy from Crown of the Empire on Adobe Warped Radio. They're dropping their brand new album, Retrograde, coming up on July the 22nd on Rise Records. Catch them out on the Monster Energy stage all summer long on the Vans Warped Tour. Now, for you guys and just kind of uh, some stuff coming up with uh, the Warped Tour, I mean, obviously sharing the road with a lot of these bands before. Are there any particular memories for you guys in the past Warped Tours just... uh, Kind of whether it was a, a band pranking you guys while you're out on stage, or uh, just uh, anything at the after warp barbecues that really uh, comes to mind that uh, that you guys remember pretty fondly, and maybe uh, some revenge this summer that you guys are going to extract on uh, on maybe a certain band after uh, they got real pranky with you guys uh, on a past warp tour or a past tour. You know what? Surprisingly, we haven't been fucked with too much. Uh, I remember uh, when what was me was still around. Doriana was throw firecrackers in our bus like, and just shut the door like run by just drop one in and we just like bah! everybody would like scream or freak out you know it was awful the third time oh yeah the third time it was like whoa like what a prank the third time it was like I'm gonna kill that guy yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that was the worst but they're not around anymore so I don't I won't be able to, to exact any of this year might be the year of pranks we have no idea who knows yeah we might be cooking something up <laughs> definitely for sure and uh, just as far as uh, when we can expect a, a single off of Retrograde, uh, any idea or possibly are you guys able to reveal uh, which song you guys are going to be uh, releasing first? Uh, when, when, does this, when does this come out? This is going to be coming out... It'll be the 16th or the 17th. Oh, man. Yeah, zero off by the time this is... Awesome, and that's going to accompany uh, like a music video and everything with that? Yeah, yeah, got a whole weird super E 60s mindfuck of a video coming. Hell yeah, man. That sounds awesome. I can't wait for it. Now, in that aspect, then, with this record, obviously, uh, with the Fallout and the Resistance, Rise of the Runaways, uh, you know, obviously, uh, the stage show was a very big part of bringing those records to life. Just uh, this time around, how are you guys going to be uh, kind of bringing Retrograde to life in terms of, uh, from uh, from a visual standpoint, uh, Ed on the Warp Tour, and uh, as the album cycle uh, progresses after Warp Tour? Oh, 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 I can't give up it. Absolutely cannot wait for that. And I mean, for, for us Canadians up here, we have to travel down to the United States this year for Warp Tour since it's not coming up here. So I, I'm it, it's it's safe to say that uh, a lot of Canadians are going to be down in uh, Buffalo or whether it's Detroit or over on the West Coast. Uh, hopefully we'll see it return next year, though. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. 
Yeah, definitely. Canada was uh, by far my, one of my favorite days. For sure. Love Canadians. Nice people. Good people. <laughs> definitely. Now, as far as uh, where the listeners can go and uh, pre-order Retrograde, whether they want to uh, pre-order digitally or if they want to pick up some merch and uh, physical copy of the album, uh, where would you guys like them to go? Crowntheempire.net. That is the site. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff up there, too, pretty soon. With just like yeah, we just, we just the made album. the site so far, but we're going to be putting out a, a, a ton of content and have links to everything on there. Awesome. Definitely can't wait for that. Well, Hayden, Andy, thanks a lot for joining me on Rock the Walls. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Thank God this is pre-recorded. Oh, keep on doing it. <laughs> All right. Andy, Hayden, thanks a lot for joining me on Adobe Warped Radio today, guys. I really appreciate it for your time. And one of the things I like to do with the bands that I interview is I get them to choose a song from their catalog that they want the listeners to hear, and then a song that you guys want to hear by any of the bands playing Warped Tour this summer. So if you want to pick a song by you guys and a song by any other band, uh, go for it. Uh, okay, Cross Our Bones for us, and uh, New Jesus by Kane Hill. Or, if you can, by then, Zero. Zero is playable, and definitely the new single. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got that one ready to go, because it's the 17th, so, yeah. All right, awesome. Sounds good. And uh, you said uh, uh, Kane Hill for the other song? Yeah, New Jesus. All right, awesome, man. Sounds great. Guys, thanks a lot, and uh, really looking forward to catching out on the Warp Tour this summer. Awesome, man. See you there. Go and check out their brand new album when it drops July the 22nd, talking about Crown the Empire's Retrograde. It's a track off of that album. You can go and check out the music video for it right now. It's Zero on ITLB Warped Radio.
the Empire Zero on Rock the Walls. That is off of their upcoming album, Retrograde, which is going to be dropping July the 22nd. Catch them on the Warp Tour all summer long. They're going to be playing the Monster Energy Party Zone stages. That should be an awesome time. And a special thanks once again to Hayden, bassist, and Andy, one of the vocalists of Crown the Empire, for joining me on the show. Cannot wait for that brand new album. We're going to move things right along right now as we get to an interview with a band who's going to be on the Poseidon stage on this summer's Warp Tour, dropping their brand new album, Treehouse, tomorrow on Sumerian Records. I had the opportunity to speak with Devin Oliver, vocalist of IC Stars last week, talk all about their album, the time off they had, and kind of uh, how it helped them, how it changed their perspective on things, the Warp Tour, and a whole lot more. So uh, without any further ado, here's my interview with Devin Oliver of IC Stars on Rock the Walls. You are listening to Adobe Warped Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford, host of Rock the Ball Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the station. Right now, we're joined by a band. They are going to be out on the Warped Tour all summer long, dropping their brand new album, Treehouse, June 17th. Catch them on the Poseidon stage all summer long. We're here with the vocalist of IC Stars, Devin Oliver. Devin, you guys have uh, taken some time off. Over this past little bit, you did a headliner at the beginning of the year and took most of 2015 off. Uh, just how's everything going, man? It's been going really great, man. After kind of taking a little bit of a break there in 2015, you know, uh, releasing the uh, acoustic album and whatnot and doing a little tour for that in September of last year to kind of just uh, sit back for a little bit after, you know, you guys had been touring pretty relentlessly since you guys were, you know, literally 15, 16 years old. Uh, just uh, what was that kind of like for yourself? Oh, it was great, man. I mean, uh, you know, I I get the itch to tour towards the end of a break, uh, like even even just a small break, you know. Um, so you got to imagine that after you know a year and a half of not touring, I was definitely getting the fever. But um, but no, it was great. I mean, I was able to spend a lot of time with my family and friends, and just kind of you know really hone in on on writing more music and. And, you know, experimenting outside of our regular element, like doing an acoustic album, which was always kind of a, you know, a passion project of mine, something I always wanted to do and never really found the time because I'm not touring and I'm not writing, you know, um, you know, new material for a new full length. It's just like I'm doing a, a million other things. So it was really nice just to have, you know, some spare time to really do those kind of things and, um, you know, we did a lot of, obviously we did a lot of, uh, there was a lot of changes that we made and, um, within the band, which, which was, was, uh, was just hard for us, you know? And I think that with big decisions like that, um, especially when you've been together for so long, um, you, you, you owe it to yourself to take a little bit of a break and figure out what exactly that means, you know? Yeah, man, definitely for sure. And I mean, for yourself, especially, man, I just know, uh, 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 there was a lot of speculation uh, right up until you guys uh, did that uh, that headlining tour earlier on this year with Chunk No Captain Chunk and a couple other sweet bands like Get Scared, um, and kind of like, oh, who's gonna be who's gonna be the new screamer for for Icy Stars or who's gonna be uh, you know the, the new uh, vocalist with Devin? And then all of a sudden, it's just like, well, surprise, guys, I'm doing both vocals now. I mean, for you, what was that what was that adjustment like and kind of. Uh, Taking it upon yourself just to, to do both vocals, is it something that after a while of kind of searching, you guys uh, kind of just decided that you'd be the, the best person to do both? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's 
it wasn't an easy decision, especially for me. I mean, the last thing I ever want to do is put any risk on my vocal cords. You know, I mean, I, uh, I'm definitely a singer first and an unclean vocalist second. And it's just like, um, but it was the only thing that really made sense. You know, I mean, we're not the kind of band that just lightly invites somebody new in. You know, I mean, we're all me, Brent, Andrew, and uh, Jeff are, you know, we're brothers, man. And, you know, we've been, we've been together playing music since we were in elementary school. I mean, us four literally were on our elementary news channel um, being interviewed about our band. So it's just like we know each other very well. We know our do's and our don'ts, you know. And, and I, think that's, I think that that's one of the most important things. And, and for me, it was just I felt like the only way that this change could make sense to our fans is if I stepped up you know, and uh, took control over both jobs. And, and uh, I, you know, I've worked really closely with my vocal coach, Melissa Cross, and uh, made sure that that I was approaching it the right way, that I wasn't just, you know, aimlessly going up there and, and screaming my lungs out and destroying my cords. It's like we made sure that my strategy was right and that, you know, my, my vocal cords are safe, you know, and, and they are, and... and Going out on that tour, that first tour with uh, yeah Chunk was was really actually such a um, relief because for, for a lot of reasons. One, um, I was able to go up there and deliver both unclean and clean vocals, and and honestly, because of Melissa, it felt pretty effortless. Which was which was and that's not me bragging. That that is literally me just extremely um, extremely surprised and just very. Uh, very happy because I, I was I was nervous, man. I was I was extremely nervous. I thought I was going to be losing my voice left and right, and I, it was going to be a struggle. And, and Melissa kind of warned me. She's like, you know, you should uh, make sure that you know one other guy in your band is prepared to either sing or scream in case you need a little bit of relief. And I was just like, this is scary, you know. But you no, know, I made it through the whole tour front to back, and and uh, you know, uh, to be honest, that was our biggest headliner to date. So. You know, you get a little nervous when you make these big changes in your band. You know, you, you lose a couple members, and it's a bit it's a bit scary. But our fans really stepped up and, and came out when we needed them the most and showed the support when we needed them the most. And, and it ended up being one of my favorite tours of all time. Nice, man. That's definitely awesome to hear. Now, as far as it goes with this brand new album, Treehouse, which is going to be dropping in uh, just a couple of weeks, a week out from Warp Tour, uh, so far you guys have dropped four tracks, but I mean, as far as it went for you guys, just in the writing and recording of this album, and uh, you know, having more time between albums uh, than any other time in the band's career at this point, I mean, for yourselves, as far as it came to writing and recording, was this something that you guys ended up self-producing or did you guys uh, go with Joey Sturgis or somebody like that again to uh, help bring this album to life? And just for yourself, from that vocal standpoint of recording the uh, the singing and the screaming vocals, um, just uh, with Melissa, was that something where she was uh, kind of with you in the studio along the way or was this something that it was kind of after that you went in and recorded the album? Yeah, um, well, my band is always... Um my, my band has always been a big part of, you know, the production element in our music, you know, and I have to start off by saying that. And, uh, you know, Joey Sturgis, uh, 
it was definitely weird not having him be a part of this record because he's always been a big part of not just developing, not just help helping evolve our music, but also you know he's been a great um, a great producer as far as far as like molding me as a vocalist. You know, it was really a big deal for me going in with him um, and uh, learning from him. You know, and. And it was it was a bit scary. I mean, there's so many changes going on within the band, and then we end up going with a different producer on on this you know this follow up record. It's just like you know it was nerve it was a little bit nerve nervousome. But you know we we went in and uh, we went with Eric Ron, and uh, we also had a great team um, um, with us. Bef- um, you know, in pre production uh, here in Michigan, uh, a lot of a lot of people that uh, that. Are a, that have been a part of our of our music for a while, you know, like my little brother Dylan, who's a great producer, and and my bass player's little brother Joey, who's also a great producer. You know, we're all like a big big family here, and we have a studio, um, which is kind of where the name Treehouse came from. You know, like our studio was, uh, we got a house together, and our studio was in the basement. We kind of called it our Treehouse. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, it just felt right to name the album Treehouse. Um, after finishing this record, it just felt like our team really came together and, and, um, you know, produced this really great record. Um, and then going in with Eric was, we just kind of took what we had and, and organized it, you know what I mean? And, and brought it a little bit more to life. Um, Eric was really, was really a huge part of helping me write melodies, me and Andrew write melodies and, um, you know, kind of, um, getting us outside of our comfort zone as far as what we're used to, you know, I mean, Joey was really great with helping, you know, write guitar and helping with us with like any access or um, extra production we needed, you know, but, but I never really had a producer, you know, sit and, and help me write melodies, which was really um, refreshing. And I also got, I also got to, you know, give a huge shout out to um, Nick Scott. Um, he has helped us, so much with our music over the last two years, including, or I should say three years. He was actually Joey Sturgis's engineer when we were doing New Demons, and then he helped produce and write our acoustic album, Phases, and he was a huge part of Treehouse, and I just, um, you know, he was there every step of the way, pre-production, um, post-production, you know, um, in the studio action. He was just there the whole, every step of the way. So we had a great team of of people, a big family, just just really, you know, pushing this record, pushing what what me and my my three boys put together, you know, really just helping us take that material to the next level. It was uh, it was actually one of my favorite processes. Now, now with that, and I'm kind of feeling like you guys were in the treehouse, kind of working on this record. Was that kind of a, in in a bit of a way? for you guys kind of taking a step back and kind of looking at everything. I mean, a lot of people thought that you guys were going to break up uh, with that kind of long break off, but kind of to be able just to uh, go back to the basics and kind of, uh, you know, really get back to why you guys started, uh, you know, doing and playing music, you know, for, for the fun of it and, you know, having a great time. Was that kind of something that was kind of uh, reiterated to yourself through kind of the recording process of this record right uh, from beginning to the end? Yeah, I mean, when we first, when, I remember when I released my first record, uh, 3D, you know, my dad, he was a musician um, back in his day, and, you know, he told me something that I really, that I really carried with me uh, throughout the last five years, which was, you know, you have, 
it seems you have your whole life to write your first record, but you only have about nine months to write your second record and third record and fourth record. You know what I mean? And so with this record, with all those changes, um, you know, that, that was a huge reason why we took this big break is, I, I, you know, we all stepped back and I was just like, I don't think that we, that this next record deserves nine months. I think it deserves more than that. I think it deserves a little bit more time and a little bit more thought because making all these changes, it's, it's as much as it seems scary and, and the, and the rest of the, and the rest of the IC stars world is, is kind of losing their shit for me. I felt like a very important time to like relax and be like, this is a moment. Like this is an important moment to where I, me and my guys can decide where we want to take this and we can take it anywhere. You know, I believe that we could take, we have such a great strong fan base that I believe they would follow us anywhere. They always have. Um, they've always been there for us. Even when we were at our lowest low, it's what brought us to our highest highs. And it's just like, you know, so, it was an interesting, I called it an opportunity. I did not call it, you know, I did not think of it as like, you know, a burden, you know, and I think that's mm-hmm. how you got to approach those situations. Um, so yeah, it was really nice to be able to spend more time on an album and, and kind of go back to the way that they, the roots were at the very beginning where you're able to have fun, pick up an instrument, try things, you know, trial and error. It's just like, okay, well, I mean, we, we had three songs that didn't make the album and it's like, that's cool. It's just like, you know, we had extra songs that like, yeah, these are great songs, but are they the, are they the best out of, you know, the material we have, you know, we have that time to write extra songs, you know, to have, you know, to have songs that didn't make the cut was really cool. We, we were overprepared as opposed to just barely making the cut. So it was, you know, it, it was definitely the way that I think it should always be, but unfortunately you're not always, you know, blessed with that luxury. Yeah, for sure, man. We are going to be back talking a little bit more with Devin Oliver, vocalist of Icy Stars. But first, off of the record, which drops tomorrow, it is Mobbing Out on Rock the Walls.
speaking with Devin Oliver, vocalist of IC Stars on Adobe Warped Radio. You can catch him out on Warped all summer long. And as well, go and check out their brand new album, Treehouse, dropping June 17th on Sumerian Records. Now, Devin, you guys just dropped a video for your uh, brand new song, Break, uh, just a couple days ago. Uh, actually uh, produced, directed by uh, former Chiodos vocalist, uh, Brandon Bulmer. Just as far as it goes with the rest of the album, you guys uh, now have eight tracks uh, yet to release. I'm imagining uh, probably in the week leading up to the record, you guys are going to do an album stream of some sort. But uh, just as far as uh, any of the songs that the listeners haven't heard so far, which one are you most excited for them to uh, to hear that they haven't had the opportunity to listen to just yet? Oh, I mean, it's great because Treehouse has so many colors that I got to say I'm excited for them just to listen to it front to back. But I think the opening track, Calm Snow, is... Uh, it's one of my favorites, and it always ends up being everyone's favorite. And anybody that I've showed the record to, they really uh, appreciate that song. It's, it's definitely got an interesting vibe to it. Um, I think it starts the album off um, with a very like eerie um, atmosphere, like movie cinematic vibe, um, you know. And I think that uh, I think lyrically and, and melodically, it's it's just kind of a different it's a different approach to a song. So I think that naturally our fans are going to really listen. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, wow, this is, this is, this is different. And then it, and then it goes into what we're about. You know what I mean? And they're going to be like, okay, this is great. Like, you know, it's going to be everything they want in one song. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and I'm also really excited for them to hear how we close the, the album off with our yellow King. Um, it's got a more progressive rock vibe to it. And, uh, lyrically it's, it's a powerful song. Um, I just think that, uh, but, but like I said, this, this album Treehouse shows so many colors. Uh, I, I really think that any fan that picks up Treehouse really should should get should, should find themselves in some in some solitude and and put some headphones on, close their eyes, and and just kind of let the music take them away for a little bit, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. Now, talking a bit that lyrically on this album, for you guys uh, over the course of your careers, I mean, you guys have uh, written a couple of concept albums in terms of, uh, you know, uh, The End of the World Party, Digital Renegade. Um, I mean, I would even say in a bit of a way, you know, New Demons definitely has uh, kind of a, a conceptual undertone as well. Just for Treehouse, is this kind of for yourself the first time that you guys uh, kind of stepped away from that concept and more or less just kind of told a different story with each song? Or is this uh, kind of continuing that kind of... Uh, conceptual kind of vibe throughout the entire record from front to back. I think that this album takes, I think it definitely takes you somewhere different with each, with each song. But with that being said, I think that every song carries, um, carries a, a, a darkness with it. You know what I mean? Um, even, I mean, it's, it's all, it, it's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a dark record, you know, but, but with that being said, um, I don't mean dark as in, like, malicious. I mean, like, dark as in, like, you know, we're discussing a lot of, you know, real shit and that, that has happened in our lives, in the world, you know, and, and you know, um, even with our friends, you know, and it's just, like, I think that the greatest thing about this record is that lyrically you listen to it and I think there's going to be moments where our fans won't, won't be able to help themselves. Like, they're going to, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna pull a string in their heart, and it's gonna, it's gonna hurt a little bit. But I think that's what makes this this album so great, you know. Um, so I think that. Uh, but as far as in relation to the rest of our, you know, catalog, I, I definitely think that 
um, this album is diff- is, is different. It, it takes you somewhere different with with each song, and and I think that's what's going to get you from front to back without wanting to turn away. You know. Yeah, definitely for sure, man. Now, for you guys heading out on a warp tour once again this summer, you guys have done it a couple times at this point. I mean. I think it's one of those things where no matter what you tell yourself at the, at the very beginning of the tour or, uh, you know, the week leading up to it, uh, you know, for bands like yourselves going from uh, Michigan all the way over to uh, the West Coast to start the tour off, uh, just this time around, what are you kind of uh, telling yourself going into this tour to uh, prepare yourself for it in terms of, uh, you know, whether uh, to drink lots of water or to remember, uh, you know, not to uh, stay up too late at night and party too hard, uh, you know, just because you might have an early set the next morning. Is there really anything that, you know, now uh, being in your mid-20s as opposed to, you know, in your late teens or early 20s uh, that you're kind of uh, really taking with you this time and going to take kind of seriously? Yeah, um, I think that, you know, Warp Tour is such a great tour in the sense that it's not just all about music. I mean, there's so many great, there's so many great opportunities out there and so many great, you know, charity events or, or, you know, there's just so much that you can get involved with that um, as, as, you know, as a musician, I was never really able to focus on more than just, you know, exactly that, like not partying too much, not staying up too late, you know, doing my signings, doing my interviews, playing my show. I mean, there's so much going on that it's kind of hard to get involved in all of these other great opportunities. So for me, as, you know, as an adult, you know, I feel like as more of an adult than I ever was on work Tour, my goal is to get involved with everything. You know what I mean? Not not overwhelm myself, but, you know, like I, I think that I think that there's so many great, like I said, there's so many great opportunities. I'd like to see myself getting involved with a lot more than just mu- music out there. Now, now, with that, man, and just kind of getting older and, you know, doing this, I mean, for, at this point for you guys, you know, eight, nine years almost, uh, just when did that kind of, when did you, for yourself kind of, the realization kind of set in that this was 100% a full-time job and something that you were going to be doing for the foreseeable future, you know, that you weren't going to be, uh, you know, uh, ending the band or doing something like, uh, you know, going to university and trying to continue the band or anything like that. Was that something that kind of hit you, uh, you know, more than a couple of years ago, or was it something that you guys uh, kind of over these past couple of years have kind of uh, had that realization? Uh you know, I had to leave high school to do this. So when I, you know, I had to finish it up online, and and uh, that was that was a huge sacrifice for me and and the rest of my guys. The only the only person there's only one of us out of the six original members that finished high school before you know before getting signed. So that was kind of that was a huge um, that was a huge move, you know. And and I think that you make those moves with the intentions of this being a real thing with this being you know a full-time gig um but i remember i remember uh the first year or the first tour i did and the first line of tours i did i remember looking at my ear and being like oh my god like i'm only going to be home for this amount of time of my entire year like i'm gone like this whole year i remember looking at that and having somewhat of a panic attack because i was just so um just so scared and so, like, worried that I was going to lose my friends and come detached from my family and, and all sorts of, you know, stuff, all sorts of things. And I was just, you know, I was, I was 15 years old. So I was, I was, it was a scary situation. But I think that, that in that moment, I was able to look at my, my life 
up until that point and look at my future and make the decision that this is this is what I fought for. This is what I worked so hard for, uh, you know, five years up until I was 15. I mean, I was in this band since I was 10. So it's just like, you know, putting that much work into it and then you're you're faced with the opportunity to actually cash in those chips and, and give it a real shot. Um, it's, it's as much as it, I feel like it's what every band looks forward to. For me, it was what I looked forward to, but then when it was actually in front of me, it was a lot more intimidating. But, um, you know, I, I made the, we made the decision and I never looked back. And I think that, um, you know, I think that now that I'm, I've grown and I'm, I'm kind of more an adult, it's just like, I, I, I love what I do and I'm so lucky, but it is a job. There's a lot of work that goes into it. I find myself, you know, I find myself, you know, doing things all day long, even when I'm home, you know, uh, set aside this, this, even this little break that we had, or I should say this long break that we had in between New Demons and Treehouse. It's like, I was still busting my ass, you know, and it, there's really no real vacation days. It's like, you're, you're on, you're, you're on it all the time because, it's, you know, you want to be the best. I mean, you got to give it all you got. And, and sometimes that's every, that's every bit of you, you know? Yeah, man. A hundred percent. Now, what band specifically out on this uh, year's Warp Tour are you real excited to see, man? I know there's a lot of special guests sprinkled uh, throughout the tour, whether they're on for a week or uh, just a couple sure. dates. But uh, specifically, uh, who, who are you most looking forward to to see, man? Um... There's a lot of throwbacks this year, so I'm I'm pretty psyched. You know what I mean? Um, let me uh, I gotta I'm gonna pull up the flyer real quick. I know that I'm really excited to see every time I die. I mean, um, the Big Dirty and Hot Damn are like the reason why I play guitar. So you know what I mean? Like I I, I love that band. I'm really excited to see them. Um, and obviously, Newfound Glory. You know, um, Newfound Glory, Sum Forty One. You know, our, our two bands that were, like, on this, this CD that me and my friends used to jam all the time to get ready to, like, go out or whatever. Like, we would jam that CD. It would just amp us up. Um, and I'm I'm pretty excited to see... I'm pretty excited to be on Warped Tour with Tsunami Bomb. And here's why. Because back when I was... I don't even know. Too little to remember. My oldest brother, Mike, gave me a Warped Tour compilation CD. And this was before I even knew that Warped Tour was a tour or knew what tour was. Like, I didn't know anything at this point. I was too young. Uh, I remember he gave me this Warped Tour compilation CD, and Tsunami Bomb was on it, and I was just like, this is so sweet. Like, there's a chick vocalist that's just, like, you know, jamming the same kind of music that I'm listening to at this time. So it was interesting for me to, it's interesting for me to, like, be on Warped Tour with a band that, like, for some reason... I affiliated Warp Tour with my whole life. Like, even though they weren't like necessarily like, like the biggest band in the world, they still, I always, I think Warp Tour, I think Tsunami Bomb, I can't even help it. Nice, man. That's, that's awesome. And an amazing band to say the very least. I think they're, I think they're on the, uh, I think California dates specifically. I think they're doing a couple dates at the start and then a, a couple dates towards the end. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Now, Another band, uh, obviously, you guys uh, toured with them before. There were there was a bit of shit that went down. Um, I mean, uh, Falling in Reverse also being on this summer's tour. Uh, have you guys at any point in time talked uh, since that uh, 
that that stuff went down, uh, I guess, three, four years ago at this point? Or is this something where it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's been a couple of years, you'll let bygones be bygones, and you guys just kind of won't talk to each other at all? You know, like, I, it's one of those things where I don't think that, I know from my perspective, it's not, my whole band hasn't revolved around this, you know, this conflict that happened, you know, a few years back. It's just like, so I'm just, I'm excited to, I mean, I think it's just one of those things where this is going to be, this is going to be that opportunity to fully move on from that, you know, and, and, and I think for both bands, you know, I mean, I know that, I know that, you know, Ronnie and, and has, has done a lot since then. And, you know, I think that both bands are, I mean, I have to imagine that both bands are excited to move past it all, you know, and, yeah. and, and I might even find myself in a situation where me and Ronnie, you know, find ourselves face, face to face, you know, shaking hands and, and, and having a good tour. You know, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not the fighting type. I'm not the, you know, I'm not the aggressive type. You know, what happened back then happened. Um, I wasn't happy about it. Neither was any one of my team. You know, and and it caused a big, it caused a, a bunch of noise, you know, in our music scene. So you can't run away from that. You can't act like it never happened. But I think that both bands are pretty excited to to put it away and you know go on this tour and make it a good summer. Um, and uh, you know that's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, man, definitely for sure. And I I think you know with the fact that it has been a couple of years, I mean, I think it's just going to be. It'll probably end up being one of those things where you guys will see each other. It's like, hey, like, you know, it, it sucks that stuff happened a couple of years ago, you know, kind of apologize for whatever, whatever happened type deal, just in terms of, you know, what people made of it. And you just move on, you know what I mean? Like adults. Exactly. For sure, man. Now, as far as where listeners can go and uh, pick up uh, Treehouse, whether they want to pick up any pre-order bundles or uh, pick it up physically, anything like that, where would you like them to uh, go and pick up the brand new record? Everything you need that has to do with Treehouse or IC Stars, you can find it at icstarsmusic.com. We have all of our pre-order bundles up there. We have all of our tour dates up there. We have all of our, you know, you can find anything you need up there. So icstarsmusic.com. Go check it out. Um, we have a lot of great pre-order um, contests going on right now. We're giving away a signed guitar. Um, we're also giving away um, um, a signed lyrical booklet that I personally wrote out all these lyrics uh, myself, which took forever. So if you get that, you better cherish that booklet until the day you die because um, a lot of times we have to put into that. Um, and then we're also giving away um, a Warped Tour experience Um contest thing so if you pre-order the bundle you win a chance to get to go on warp tour with us and watch bands with us and hang out with us on the bus and it's uh it's kind of like the whole vip access so it should be a, you know it'll be cool like we'll be able to uh you know i'll be able to see some bands that that, that they're there to see and maybe some bands i've never heard of and maybe i'll be able to show them some more old school bands that you know are back in my day that they might haven't haven't heard of you know yeah, man, for sure. That's that's so awesome to hear. That should definitely be fun, for sure. Well, Devin, thanks a lot for joining me on Adobe Warped Radio, man. I really appreciate it for your time. And one of the things I like to do with the yeah, bands... Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem, man. One of the things I like to do with the bands that I interview is I get them to uh, choose a song from their catalog they want the listeners to hear, and then a song that you would like to hear by uh, any band playing a Warped Tour, any genre. So if you want to pick an IC Star song and a song by any other band, uh, go for it. 
Right on. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say um, from our catalog, I got to shout out the new track we just dropped yesterday. If you haven't heard it, um, it is one of my personal favorites off the record. Uh, it's called Break, and um, I think it's got a little bit of everything. It's the first song that we've written that I think maintains its heavy elements without having unclean vocals, which um, is not an easy task. So um, I am going to, and I forgot to mention them actually, in, uh, I forgot to mention them in, in the bands I'm excited to see. I have to say that I'm really excited to see The Word Alive um, play some dark matter on this, on this uh, tour. I love those guys. I think that they're, they're not just like dear friends of mine, but they're also seriously some of the most talented musicians um i've ever toured with so um if you haven't you should go check them out on warp tour you should go listen to their whole entire record of dark matter it's it's definitely something special um my personal favorite off the record i gotta say would probably i mean i don't want to be the guy that guy and and name the hit but i think that i think that trapped uh might be my favorite song off that record so let's jam that one out hell yeah man sounds great Devin. thanks a lot man and uh very excited to see you guys at on the warp tour this summer uh playing some brand new tracks and some old favorites man yeah absolutely thanks for your time thanks for uh thanks for the interview and and i hope i see a lot of you guys listening uh at warp tour this year awesome Go and check out their brand new record, Treehouse, when it drops on June the 17th, talking about IC Stars. It's a brand new track off of that album. It's Break on Adobe Radio.
Icy Stars break off of their brand new album, Treehouse, which comes out tomorrow on Sumerian. Catch them out on the Warp Tour all summer long. A special thanks goes out to Devin Oliver of Icy Stars for joining me on Rock the Walls tonight once again. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. You are listening to Adobe Radio. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Rock the Walls and like the page over on Facebook, facebook.com slash rock the walls. That is going to wrap it up for tonight's show. Special thanks goes out to Icy Stars and Crown the Empire for joining me on the show. Be sure to catch them out on the Warp Tour all summer long, which begins next Friday in Dallas, Texas. And next week on the show, we're going to be talking with two more bands playing Warp Tour, both on the Monster stages this summer. Keith Buckley, vocalist of Every Time I Die, and Ben Savage, guitarist of Whitechapel, who are going to be dropping their brand new album, Mark of the Blade, next Friday. So very stoked for that. Thanks a lot for listening in, and I will catch you guys next week. Always remember to listen loud.